You're listening to the Conscious Pharmacist Podcast, a show for pharmacist healthcare providers who have answered the call to practicing on purpose. Now, here's your host, internationally recognized HIV pharmacist, author, speaker, patient advocate, and president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, and your Conscious Pharmacist, Michelle Sherman. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Hi, this is Michelle Sherman, president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services and your host of the Conscious Pharmacist Podcast. The Conscious Pharmacist Podcast is a proud podcast of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, and we are proud to be part of the Pharmacy Podcast Farmy. The topic of today's podcast, I've called it a December to remember, and no, it is not a Lexus commercial. It's a December to remember, 8 and 0, and some other good things that happened in pharmacy. 2020, wow, what a year. I mean, wow. Uh, I don't even know where to begin, right? I mean, we all know how absolutely horrifying 2020 was. Um, it was, uh, words fail me of how difficult um, 2020 has been for all of us, um, dealing with the pandemic um, on a personal level. It was one of the most excruciatingly painful and emotional years for me um, as, as all my listeners know, and from previous podcasts, um, I lost my father, Mendel Sherman, on July 31st, and it's been excruciating. It's been excruciating. The darkness of 2020 has been unimaginable. And as the conscious pharmacist, I have to sit and bring myself back to center, back to focus, digging deep within myself to find the light. In December, as a pharmacist and as pharmacists and, you know, fighting for the pharmacy profession and being an active general in the pharmacy, if you will, um, there was a lot of light for pharmacy in December. Um, and that's why I've, I've called this episode a December to remember. And um, no, it's not the Lexus ad, but what happened in, this, in December? So let's just start on December 6th. The ruling, the Supreme Court ruling came down, um, you know, Rutledge um, v- versus PCMA. And um, we as pharmacists and all those within the pharmacy industry have been waiting with bated breath for this ruling um, to come down from the Supreme Court. And this was an eight no ruling. Um, Judge Amy Coney Barrett was not um, able to participate in this ruling. And um, therefore the, the ruling from the Supreme Court was um, eight and O and it was a unanimous ruling against the PCMA and a great win for um, Leslie Rutledge, the Attorney General um, of the state of Arkansas. And this ruling um, really brought to light how states 
are able to now go forward and bring these prescription benefit managers into check, which is way, way, way beyond time that we can do this. All this egregious shenanigans and bad practices and absolute highway, daylight highway robbery and thievery being put forth by these prescription benefit managers on a daily basis to employers, to patients, and to, and to community pharmacies is absolutely egregious. And this, hopefully this, um, this ruling by the Supreme Court will um, really hold this in light and um, we can now move forward to, to stop this, this behavior, this absolutely like ridiculousness um, from, from the P PBMs. Um, the opinion was, was delivered by Justice Sonia Sotomayor and um, she delivered the opinion on December 10th. And um, I will put um, the whole um, Supreme Court opinion, um, a link to it in, in the resources here so you can read it when, when, you, when you have time. But um, this was a great win and kicked off December with some good um, strategy going forward for, for pharmacy and some good things happening for pharmacy. Um, the next thing happened on December 9th. So that was a busy week for good rulings against these monsters, these PBMs for discrimination and bad behavior um, coming down. So the first one was from the Supreme Court of the United States. Um, you know, uh, an 8-0 decision um, for um, Leslie Rutledge in the state of Arkansas against PCMA and the PBMs. The, the one on um, December 9th was also a great win. And as an HIV pharmacist, I welcomed this um, with open arms. So this one um, was a lawsuit from Consumer Watchdog, which has been very aggressive in going after insurance companies and PBMs over the years for discrimination against people living with HIV. So the, on um, December 9th, the, Supreme, the Ninth Circuit um, Court of Appeals reinstated the HIV discrimination claims against CVS prescription drug mail order program. Um, what happened was, was that CVS Caremark was requiring people with HIV um, to get their prescriptions through their mail order specialty. And you can't see me, but I've got massive quotation marks, um, pharmacy, and um, not allowing them to utilize their own local HIV specialty community pharmacies, where they have pharmacists that they know, like, and trust who have been taking care of them for many years. Now, one thing to remember is that um, this ruling um, by the Ninth Circuit not only includes HIV medications for HIV-infected patients, but was also discrimination against those patients seeking PrEP and PEP. So that is also included in this. So CVS Caremark cannot force um, people that are trying to take care of themselves by being on PrEP to utilize and be forced to use the mail order pharmacy. And as an advanced practice pharmacist who prescribes PrEP for um, some of my patients, 
I've had this come up many times where my patient cannot go and utilize their local community um, pharmacy that they know, like, and trust that has been providing PrEP to them for a long time. And they've now been forced to go and use CVS Caremark as um, a mail order pharmacy to provide their PrEP. We know what happens. I don't have to tell any of you, my listeners, um, what this means that the HIV patients, the PrEP patients, half the time their drugs never arrive on time. And we know all the the challenges that go along with um, being forced to mail order pharmacy. So I'm not going to go into it in in this um, podcast, but we all know what those are. So um, the Ninth Circuit um, overturned a lower court's decision holding, you know, that the lower court actually ruled that Basically, CVS could discriminate against people living with HIV. Um, So the Ninth Court of Appeals reversed the lower court decision that found that plaintiffs had not adequately alleged a disability discrimination claim, finding the plaintiffs properly alleged that CVS mail order program violated the anti-discrimination provisions of the Affordable Care Act. The decision is an important victory for HIV patients who sought to vindicate their healthcare rights and obtain their life-sustaining medications in a medically appropriate manner, said Jerry Flanagan of Consumer Watchdog. So this opinion from the Ninth Circuit is also available um, in in the resources here. So you can go um, and read, read through this and everything. So this was a huge win for people living with HIV and people at accessing that CVS Caremark cannot force HIV-infected patients or people seeking PrEP and PEP to utilize the mail-order pharmacy. Now, you wonder why this is like crazy. So when, when I prescribe um, PrEP for, for um, some patients, some of them choose to go to CVS and they go to CVS specialty pharmacies that live day in and day out providing um, prescriptions for people living with HIV and PrEP. And even those... CVS specialty pharmacies are unable to fill these prescriptions for these patients. They are still forced to go to the mail order CVS Caremark Abyss Pharmacy somewhere out there um, that doesn't take care of patients. We all know that. We all know that's true. So right at the beginning of um, December, great, huge wins for pharmacy. The Rutledge, um, the HIV discrimination um, lawsuit um, overturned and you know, upheld by the Ninth Circuit um, of Appeals uh, for HIV discrimination against CVS Caremark. Um, what, what else happened? So, um, you know, on, on 12-17, the California State Board of Pharmacy issued some waivers allowing pharmacists to administer um, COVID vaccines. So, um, the waiver, which became effective December 17th and expires on February 28th, 2021, um, states that a pharmacist shall not require be required to notify each patient's primary care provider of a COVID-19 vaccination administration under the provisions of 16 CCR section 1746.4 under the following condition. 
The patient receives a copy of the CDC immunization card or printout that documents what COVID vaccination was administered, the date and where the vaccination was received. The patient is advised that the primary care provider will not be provided with such notification. And if the pharmacist has access to shared patient record system, the pharmacist must comply with the reporting requirement. Um, so this, that was a, a huge thing. Um, on 12-22, um, the board also issued um, another waiver that allows um, the administration of vaccines by pharmacy technicians um, once they've undergone um, some training. So um, this is allowing the state of California to ramp up administration of vaccines, uh, COVID vaccines to um, the community and um, help with, with the, you know, the eradication of COVID-19 in California, which as you all know, is absolutely buckling under the pressure of new infections right now. Um, another great thing um, that was released and our last podcast was on this, on the, the, the PrEP training um, by the California Pharmacists Association um, for um, pharmacists to be able to provide PrEP and PEP under SB um, 159. There's a link also to the CPHA training for any pharmacists that are interested in undergoing this. Um, providing PrEP and PEP are huge um, public health initiatives, um, having easy access to um, the, the access of PrEP and PEP um, from, from community pharmacies is really going to uptick the, the use of PrEP and PEP in the state of California and hopefully decrease um, HIV infections. When we all talk about ending the HIV epidemic, um, it's a multi- pronged approach. We've got to get people tested and people that are positive on treatment because we know when they're undetectable and um, have been undetectable for six months. Undetectable is untransmittable. U equals U. They can't transmit the virus to somebody else. But we also have to protect people that are HIV negative and people that are at high risk. If they go on PrEP, they, they can protect themselves. 99% effective um, with the use of you know daily PrEP. Um, in um, protecting themselves from um, getting HIV. And then of course, PEP, um, the non-occupational post-exposure prophylaxis, very easy to access your community pharmacy, get, get PEP and protect yourself um, well within that 72 hour window of the HIV exposure. So, um, you know, all this is really um, great steps in the right direction in reducing and ending the HIV epidemic um, in California and other states have adopted, you know, um, Colorado now allows um, pharmacists to um, prescribe PrEP and PEP. So these initiatives are being adopted across the country. Another great positive step in the direction of pharmacists as healthcare providers um, helping our patients um, take care of um, their health. And then to wrap up the year was a personal um, gift that was um, afforded to me. On, on 12.31, I received the Moderna um, COVID-19 vaccination and uh, it was 
so I felt so grateful and thankful and felt privileged that I was able to get this vaccine. Um, I will get the second dose on the 28th of um, January and um, it, it, it was a great step forward. And, you know, for me personally, felt like a great way to end such a horrible, 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 dark year. So um, I was very grateful and thankful to receive the vaccine. Um, for all the listeners out there, as far as side effects and things like that, the, the only real side effect that I, I experienced was um, the, the pain at the injection site. I didn't feel... I, when, when the nurse gave me the injection initially, I didn't even know she'd done it. I couldn't feel a thing. And throughout the first day, felt fine. It was the next day, New Year's Day, when I really could feel the, the pain at the injection site. And it lasted um, for about three days, getting less and less and less as the three days passed. And then that was the only side effect that I, I felt. Um, also, what I did was um, I signed up for um, the CDC vaccine information um, and received um, like texts from the CDC every day um, to discuss how, you know, to notify them how I felt and if I experienced any side effects. So I would encourage all of you to do the same if, you know, if and when you get the vaccine. Um, and for those of you that have it, it you know, we're, we're really helping along. So um, I was very grateful and felt privileged to be able to get the vaccine to protect not only myself and my family, but my patients as well. So I feel, you know, when, when so many healthcare providers are not getting the vaccine or um, people are not sure whether they want to get the vaccine, for me, it was a choice. By me getting the vaccine, I'm protecting my family, myself and my patients. Um, from getting COVID. So um, this is was how the, the year ended. So you, you, what we've gone through today on the podcast, you can see really was a December to remember. We, we struggled. We've been fighting PBMs for years and years and years and years. And to be able to get the, the Rutledge ruling from the Supreme Court for, for the Ninth Circuit to overturn the lower court's um, ruling about CVS care mark discriminating against people with HIV, that's huge. Um, the, the California Board of Pharmacies waivers for allowing pharmacists and technicians to provide COVID-19 vaccines, also huge. Um, the, the prep training that's now available for pharmacists in California to be able to um, fulfill their obligation in SB 159 and then ultimately ending on a personal note with me being able to get the COVID vaccine. So um, I look forward to a great year of... Um, guests and podcasting from the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. Um, in coming episodes, we'll talk about what's coming up um, with Mishorex Consulting and our podcasts. And um, just everybody stay safe out there. Let's fight the fight. And, you know, remember, um, all of you, we're not, we don't want to be the change. You all are the change. So until next time. We'll see you on the other side. 
Thanks for listening to the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. We hope you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you miss something, you can listen again or just read the transcript of the show on our website at mishrxconsulting.com forward slash podcasts. If you have a spare minute, don't forget to give us a review or rating on iTunes. Remember to practice on purpose. You're a rock star pharmacist and healthcare provider. And in the words of Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. The Conscious Pharmacist podcast is a production of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, your HIV pharmacist and pharmacy experts.